What is up, Strides for Strength fam? I am Michaela. And I'm Erin. And we're RCA certified run coaches and the founders of Strides for Strength Run Coaching. We are here to help you build belief in yourself as an athlete on the run and beyond. The Strides for Strength podcast is running meets everyday life. We focus on mindset, physical strength, and all of life's in-between moments of self-doubt and fear, both on and off the run. Our mission is to make running simple and fun while we pull back the curtains around all things running with athlete interviews, guest experts, combined with our many years of running experience, going from non-runners to now more multiple time marathoners to help you become the athlete you were always meant to be. What's up, Strides for Strength fam? <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. I don't think, I don't think that'll ever get old. I don't think we can ever have a, another intro, honestly. <laughs> I think that's just, just it. <laughs> it just doesn't feel right, honestly. No. I wouldn't know what else to say. I think if we like, I think if we started the podcast one day and we're like, hello, and welcome to the Strides for Strength podcast. I kind of feel like we would have people in our DMs being like, hi, are you guys fine? <laughs> is everything <laughs> is this, okay over there? Is a hostage moment? <laughs> are you okay? I'm concerned for your well-being. Right. <laughs> oh. so story, we, um, we were looking at what we were going to record our podcast on today. And we looked at our podcast calendar and it literally just said, shoot the shit. So... <laughs> Here we are shooting the shit. Here we are shooting the shit. But you know, it, that's like people like the feedback we get from the podcast is like, it just seems like you guys are two best friends on the run chatting. And it's like, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want it to be anything else, honestly. Right. So. Like I'm not here yeah, yeah. for like the formalities or like, you know, editing out a bunch of like ums, buts and likes. No, you know, we're just like doing our best. Yep. We just show up. You get what you get. You get what you Don't get. Like it. Check out Too the bad. next episode. <laughs> but we are going to talk today about just like the 2024 season that's coming up, which is literally insane. How is it going to be 2024? I know. I was looking through my phone. I think I was making a reel or something for Strides for Strength. And um, I was looking at our athlete retreat that we did in February of 2023. And it simultaneously feels like it was yesterday, but then it also feels like it was like 10 years ago. So I don't understand how that's a thing, but I just can't believe that it was in the same year that we're in. Yeah. Like, like it's all an illusion. I don't know. Like I truly, (laughs) I don't even know what's happening. And people keep talking about like the year of 2024. And I am like, I'm signed up for a lot of races, but outside of that, I don't, I don't really know what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. I'm also kind of still a little bit stuck in like 2020, 2021 era. Like I I feel like I haven't really like migrated out of that. (laughs) I don't know why. Yeah. yeah, That tracks. I don't know. It's like, we're in a standstill and we're not at the same time, but I'm standing still, but everything around me is moving. It's an illusion. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, gosh. Um, yeah. 2024. What are you excited about? What's coming up on your calendar? Oh, man. We got a couple races on the schedule, so pretty excited about that. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of like what I have planned in 2024, but I don't really even know. Like you said, it's just races, I think. <laughs> Um, no, I am running Carmel marathon in April. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and actually like teamed up with the race itself and, um, I'll be working with them to do the race. So like, I have like a little discount code. So if you're interested in coming to Indiana, holla at your girl. 
Um, so I'm doing that and it's gonna be fun. Cause one of my good friends is coming with me and she's running her first half marathon on the same day. Aww, so that's I love that. Yeah. Um, but what about you? Wait, can we like, not just like tread over the fact that you're teaming up with them and like, you're going to be running a marathon and you haven't run a marathon since New York city. Like let's unpack that because last time we talked, we're like, oh, I'm running a race, but I can't tell the people. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So I um, it was sort of a, it was kind of a fun moment because I reached out to them. I was a little intimidated. I was like, they're not going to want like little old me. <laughs> like, they're not going to want to team up with me. That's silly. So I just sent the emails like, we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll ignore it. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Um, so I sent the email and told them kind of what my goals were for the race and my background and yada, yada, yada. Um, and here we are. They said, yeah. And so they gave me a free race entry and gave me a code and they're like, bring all your friends. And I was like, great. Great. <laughs> love great. It. So, That's so awesome. I love that for you. How did you land on that race? Or like, how did you find that race? Like I've never honestly even heard of, it's crazy how many races are out there, you know? Yeah. Uh, insane. Um, every time I say Carmel marathon, everyone thinks I'm talking about Carmel, California, which I honestly didn't know that there was a Carmel, California situation. So it's not Carmel, California. It is Carmel, Indiana. Um, but I was looking for a flat, fast spring race. Um, and I knew we had a bunch of travel towards the end of 2023 with like weddings and just like going to Italy and stuff like that. So I knew I didn't want an early spring race like Houston or something in February, like Mesa. Um, so I was looking for late spring and I knew I wanted up North because I wanted cooler weather. Um, so I just did a deep dive on late spring marathons, um, looked up all the courses, all the elevations, stuff like that. And came across that one. I love that for you, man. There's so many things that go into choosing a race, like yeah, so <laughs> the many. weather, the time of the year, the rest of your life that you have planned, like what's on your calendar, and I think some people don't take that into consideration. So yeah. I think it's just helpful to like hear like your process of how you landed on that race. Yeah, because you did the same with Houston. Because I, you were like, I want an early spring because I was still on mm -hmm. the snowboard. So, um, yeah. how did you come to Houston? Yeah, which like, can we talk about Houston is four weeks from yesterday. That's insane. <laughs> I know. It went by so fast. I mean, I know I, I know haven't been one running the 18, 16, <laughs> 17 mile runs like you have. So it's like it's probably gone by fast for me, maybe not for you, but no, it's honestly flown by. Like I was on my 20 mile run yesterday and like I feel like every training cycle historically I've gotten to this point of training where I'm just kind of like over it, you know. It's like, okay, you're just like going through the turn and burn and the grind of training because like that's what you do. And like, I haven't really hit that yet. I mean, yes, like life was life in this last week and it, like a lot of things just felt extra hard, but like, I don't feel burnt out from my training, which is such like a relief from previous training cycles. Yeah. Um, and it's like such a shift. Like I truly am having so much fun. And of course, like, yes, I have big goals for Houston, but I'm like, even if like everything were to completely flop, like this has been the strongest training I've ever had. And like in terms of pace work and marathon pace work and long runs that like you like finish and you're like, wow, like that felt really good. Um, but yeah, when I decided that I wanted to run Houston, I was like, I didn't want to train through the summer because I knew that I was going to be moving to Colorado. And so training when you're moving across the country just really is not ideal. 
but I was starting to get the itch of wanting to run a race, but then I didn't want to be training all winter long. So that way I could like rage on the mountains and snowboard and like not be stressed about injuring myself. So then insert Houston. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Insert Houston. I was like, bet flat, fast, been training at elevation for the last year. Like, let's see what happens. Uh, So that's where we're at. I love that. That's going to be so much fun. And I get to see you again, which is so fun. This is the most we've seen each other like ever. (laughs) We're like on like a monthly basis at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think it's fun though, that you talked about how this has been the the strongest, (laughs) strongest, strongest training cycle of your life, because it's, we preach all the time about how race day isn't everything. And like the race actually owes you nothing, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's so easy to get lost whenever you have a bad race in that, like, you feel like you lost that entire training cycle, but you Mm -hmm. really didn't like, regardless of what happens on race day, like this is the train, the strongest training cycle. (laughs) I cannot say that word. Oh my God. And it doesn't go anywhere. Like, even if something happens on race day and you shit the bed, like you're mm-hmm. still running those paces. It's not a fluke and it doesn't go away. Like you just carry yeah. that over. So I don't know. I think it's cool. Just the mindset shift and like you actually realizing that this has been a really strong training cycle. A hundred percent. And it's really interesting too, because I would, I will say like yesterday was the first workout that I've had where I don't, I don't want to say like shit the bad because I still ran 20 miles, which is like a huge achievement in itself but it was the first workout that I've done this training cycle where I haven't hit my pace work. And mm-hmm. so like, it was kind of an ego check, but once I just like, didn't feel great in my body and being able to like be self-aware enough to know, like if I push through mile 12 and 13, like I'm probably not going to get to mile 20. So being right. able to like put yourself in that race day mindset of like, if this were race day and the wheels were starting to fall off, how would I respond? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of people miss during a training cycle is treating every single training run just like you would a race day. Like it's like that mindset is so, so important, like that inner dialogue, because like that's what's going to get you to the finish line and beyond. And I think sometimes people are like, oh, well, it's just about this 20 mile run and hitting this, you know, like these progressive miles. And it's like, no, it's not about that. Like, so it's just like interesting to see like the growth and evolution of an athlete in general, because of course, like I wasn't thinking about those things when I was in my first training cycle, but it's over time you start to learn that threshold of like going and pulling back, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's. And it just shows how, how much time it takes to have that maturity as an athlete, you know, mm-hmm. think about baby Michaela, like would she have thought <laughs> this way, you know, when two years into you running and like, being right. journey? no, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have been. <laughs> right. Well, and then I like got home and I like laid on the floor and I was like, fuck, like that run was so terrible. And then like, I look at my watch and I'm like, dude, you just ran 20 miles at like 940. You're fine. Like, <laughs> like not that paces are everything, but like a previous version of me would have been dying to be able yeah. to run 20 miles and sure. Yes, it was hard and like did not feel great, but (laughs) still getting through. And I don't know. And also I think it's really easy when you're in a training cycle and you have big workouts that go maybe not as planned to be like, Oh my God, like race day, just like, is it like, I'm just going to kick the can on race day. And like, I like had that thought creep in for a millisecond. And then I was like, 99% of your runs have been fabulous like this one run is not going to make or break race day and I think that's just like hard to navigate sometimes 
Yeah, exactly. I don't know. And like we talked about um, when we recorded the podcast after my half, like don't put the pressure on yourself. Like Mm -hmm. there's so much pressure around race day, but take that out of it. Just like, just show up and be like, I want to have fun and I want to run the best that I can run this day. And if that means a huge PR, great. Love that. If it means not, but you had a blast, then like amazing. Great. Yeah. (laughs) Other races, you know, I don't know. It just feels good to not be so married to an outcome. Well, yeah. And even like on like yesterday's long run, I was around mile 13 and I was like, I'm not having fun and I still have seven miles left. So I need to figure it out. (laughs) And so I was like, you know, how can I bring joy back into this? And for me, that meant just like on my watch, skipping the rest of the progression miles and just putting it to easy pace. And like, that's that. Um, Can we also talk about how you didn't have a phone? Like you did this entire thing with no phone. Like I feel like you're just like slipping by that one. And that's not something like no music, no podcast. You didn't have anyone with you. Like it was just you. (laughs) I was in the trenches. (laughs) What did you think about? Yeah. You know, that's dark. It's morbid. (laughs) But also like, I don't know. I feel like if I would have had that distraction I wouldn't have been so in tune with what my body needed and Mm -hmm. so you know it was like a trade-off but also I was simultaneously like if I had a phone right now I would probably just get on one of these lime scooters and yeet right back home because I'm (laughs) um yeah lol (laughs) those things were blessing a curse honestly like first off I hate them because being an ER nurse, like we see so many people that have like um, insane breaks from those stupid scooters, but also from a running perspective, I have passed some so many times on my run and I'm just like, it's that time get on that. I'm like, oh, it's right there. And I have the app downloaded. Like all I got to do yes. is get a QR code. Facts. But they're man. Like if you yeah. do get back home, like they really can. are. And the, uh, the route that I ran yesterday for my run I have not had a good long run on that route since this training cycle started. So I'm like, I'm done. I'm done running this route. It sucks. I'm not having a good time on it. I will get in my car and I will drive 30 minutes to like the route that I do like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dang, man. Well, I'm excited for all of our races coming up in 2024, even though we don't. I feel like you have more of your like year plans than I do, um, like race schedule, just because um you have your fall mapped out too. I don't really have, I kind of have an idea of what I want my fall to look like, but I'm not hundred percent sure. So we're TBD on that one. Um, but we do have a super exciting thing coming up in January that we've never done before. So we're doing nurses on the run. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yes. I am honestly so excited. We had our business meeting right before we recorded this episode today. And I don't know, I just think like, with us both being nurses, I think about what I wish I would have had for support and like consistency in my corner when I first became a new grad nurse. I was working with a coach who, one, was big masculine energy, like did not care about my well-being <laughs> whatsoever um, and was like, you work 12-hour shift, just get it done. And it's like, that's just not how it works. So when we built this group, we really had in mind the nurses who want to find consistency in running, whether you want to run a race or not, and just to have a community and the tools and resources you need to help you get there. Because it's like, I think right now the threshold for entry for a lot of people is so high. It's like everything needs to be perfect. It needs to look this type of way and so on and so forth. And so I think just having us in your corner with nurses on the run is really going to help eliminate that guesswork 
and like help you get that like dopamine hit of like, holy shit, I can train and be a nurse. And it's like not this or that. Yeah. And take the perfectionism out of it too. Cause Mm -hmm. I feel like you and I, like when we've been sitting down to do the, the templates and the monthly challenges and stuff like that, like we've made it a big point to make sure that people know that like, if you don't do this exactly the way that we have prescribed, like if you miss a day, it's okay. Like it's not going to spontaneously combust. Like a lot of these people are, if they're not our athlete, because they've probably been working for this for a while, but um, if they're just coming in, they're probably just getting into a routine of like working out and working 12 hour shifts and trying to eat right and stuff. So Mm -hmm. it's like giving them that permission to not be perfect. And I feel like we've tried to do a really good job about making that a point as we've made this program. Yeah, no, definitely. And I don't, even I'm mind blown by all the resources and like all the things that they're going to have access to. Yeah. And as we continue to push out um, just like the content for the three months and the different resources for the three months, I'm like, holy shit. Like they truly are going to have access to everything that they need to set them up for success. Like the only thing that they are going to have to do <laughs> is show up. And I don't say only like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Like, yes, it's going to take work on their end. Um but from, you know, Trainer Eyes, which is the app that Aaron took so much time into programming different um, workouts, I can let you talk a little bit about that, the strength part of it, and different habits to just like be more mindful in the moment, in the day to day. The 5K and 10K templates, we made beginner and intermediate options. That way you can kind of pick, like, you know, choose your own adventure, what's going to be most supportive to where you're at. Um, we have Coach Becky giving so many different resources on like, nutrition and meal prepping and how to meal prep for 12 hour shifts and recipe packs which have breakfast lunch dinner and snack options um it just like so many different things the community aspect of it having monthly community connection calls like truly mind blown with everything mm-hmm. that we like put into it <laughs> yeah. oh absolutely and yeah, it's it's been wild to look back on because I'm like, man, if I was just getting started, this would definitely be right up my alley. Like, I would For love sure. Um, And we also tried to make it too to where, because like I said, a lot of these people are probably just now getting into like a routine, which is great. We absolutely love that. But we don't want to overwhelm you with a lot mm-hmm. all at one time. So we also tried to make it to where it's sort of a progression. Like January is just going to be like, getting you into the groove of it. February, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into more strength stuff from a strength perspective. Um, and then as far as like the meal prepping goes, we'll move more into like meal prepping. Whereas January was like mindful eating and like how mm-hmm. to eat smart at a, during a 12 hour shift, and, like how to get your water intake. Um, and then February moves more into like a meal prep and then Let's take a quick pause to talk about one of our favorite products, UCAN. UCAN breaks down carbs slowly, delivering long-lasting energy with no spike and crash, which means hello, PR City. Coach Mick's favorite product is UCAN Energy. It has no sugar and no stimulants, aka the perfect free-run fuel and a go-to for her 12-hour shifts. She personally loves the orange or lemon flavor. Coach Aaron's favorite product is the peanut butter fudge energy bars. If you're looking for a quick bite before the gym to keep you fueled through your workout, look no further. It honestly tastes like a Reese's, which means you can't go wrong. Use code UCANCOACHSFS or head to link in the show notes to save 10% on your order. Um, comes after February, March. 
Wow. Um, wow. That one's going to be a little bit more advanced as well. So like, it's sort of, we made it a little bit progressive, which is really nice. And I think will be really helpful for people as well. Yeah. hundred percent because it's like, I think the biggest issue that I see is people try to go zero to a hundred and it's like, no, what's like the next best step. And so we really like pieced it apart in that way of what yeah. builds on the previous thing. So finding consistency at one thing before you add in something else. And I think it's just going to be so like, again, it's just really lowering the threshold for entry and like really setting you up to win and succeed. And then we have our virtual 5k, 10k weekend in April, the first week of April, which is going to be super fun to just like have people all across the world running their virtual 5k, 10ks. And hopefully I'm going to get to come to Atlanta for once. Oh my gosh. I hope so. Yeah. Cause I want to, I want to do an in-person one so bad. I think it would be so much fun. And we have a really great, um, why is my brain not braining today? <laughs> trail. Oh my Lord. We have a really great trail near my house that, um, I want to do it on as well. So yeah, super exciting. Works, but I hope you get to come to be at the finish line with me. We can hold the little tape, but we'll only yeah. hold it for everybody. <laughs> not a first place everyone gets to break the tape <laughs> everyone gets to break the tape yeah so we have nurses on the run coming up um in the new year and then we'll be opening one-on-one spots eventually in the new year to get people you know ready to start training for fall races so if you're interested in one-on-one coaching make sure you reach out sooner rather than later if you have like a fall race or something on your calendar that you want some extra support in um, because we're only going to be opening one-on-one spots twice in 2024 as of right now. Yeah. Which I'm kind of excited about. I think it, I think it'll be really cool to be able to focus more on one thing at a time. Cause I feel like reflecting on 2023, <laughs> we tried to spread ourselves so thin, um, just by doing everything all at once. And I don't think that was best for our brain power. I think 2024 is going to be really cool because we have that option to really, really focus on nurses on the run and give hundred percent to that. And then after that's done, we open one-on-one and we have hundred percent to give towards onboarding, getting to know our new athletes, really getting them ready for their fall races. And then we open something else again, mid-year. Yeah. 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 So yeah, (laughs) not to like give away all the details, but I I don't know. I think that's, you know, like humble beginnings of being a business owner. This 2024 will be the first year I feel like where we have structure and strategy. And Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to see how that helps elevate the athlete experience because we're not being pulled in a thousand and one directions. (laughs) And we can Yeah. 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 Well, and also like reflecting back on 2023, like our turnover on on our one-on-one athletes is pretty low. Yeah, very Uh, low. uh, Which like, I feel like says a lot about our community and just strides for strength and who we are as coaches, because it's like, we got lifers with us. And I I love that. I love getting to see them through their training cycle and the off season and in between moments on and off the run. And I don't know, I feel like we say this literally to each other, like, five times a week, but it's like, what we're building is so cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so much fun. I, I love it. I truly love what we do. I think it's yeah. so much fun and the people we get to work with is so cool. And just seeing them like achieve their big goals that they have, even the little goals, like mm-hmm. random little things that are just like, I ate before my run today. 
And I felt I'm like, hell yeah, you did get it. (laughs) Get it. I am so proud of you. I know. It's so funny. Um, Um, Once we have a 2024. Oh yeah. We have our athlete retreat as well. Number two. Um, Yeah. I am. I don't think, I think we've been planning so many other things like the hype of um, the retreat hasn't hit me yet. I know. It's like I'm excited, but it's still like for far enough away that we're not like in like the bulk of you know doing sponsorships and goodie bags and all the like logistical things of it. Um, but we're going to be at Pittsburgh Marathon Weekend, uh, May third through the fifth. Yeah, the third through the sixth. Third through the sixth, I think. Third through the sixth. The yeah. fifth is Sunday. Race yeah. day is Sunday. Yeah, and then Monday we leave because we have a Cinco de Mayo party. We planned that perfectly around Cinco de Mayo because last year we had the Super Bowl. So I guess we're just gonna have to plan all of our all of yeah. our retreats around the nice little holiday. <laughs> yeah, cool. Because it just makes like the post race party that much more fun. Like, and we actually just ended up switching Airbnbs the other day, and I actually am low key more excited about this Airbnb because of the outdoor space, and I think it's gonna be like so perfect. For a yeah. little Cinco de Mayo fiesta. Yeah. And we are very, very close to something that we did not do for our first retreat, which I'm kind of excited for. Um, so I think it'll be like a fun little team bonding thing, like as soon as everyone gets in. So I'm excited to announce that. I forgot about that. I'm sitting here. Yeah, I know. I saw your face. You're like, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm confused. I know. No, I think it worked out perfect with like the location and all that stuff. So I don't know, but that's also a testament too. Like if you don't feel, I had this like gut feeling about that mm-hmm. first year, maybe I was like, I don't know. It just like, doesn't feel right. It felt like we forced it and yeah. you know, we were able to get a refund on it and find another one. Um, and nothing bad happened with it. It was a great Airbnb. Like it was gorgeous. Um, mm-hmm. but it just like, I don't know, it didn't feel right in my gut for what we were looking for. And then mm-hmm. we found this one and it was like, heck yeah, this is yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I think too, it'll be interesting year after year to see the retreat unfold because I think each retreat is going to be such a different experience. The yeah. vibe of the last retreat was like was a party. <laughs> was a party. We had a pool and a backyard. We played a lot of like basketball and pool, like volleyball and the water slide. And yeah. it was a party. It was just like a really good time. And then this year we kind of have like, I feel like more like community, community building opportunities we have one athlete who's going to be running her first marathon there. We have a couple That's athletes who want to do so this. That's going to be so fun. I know. I am like so, so jazzed. I'm so like, happy. <laughs> also, can you imagine your first marathon having your entire team at the finish line to right. scream for you? I'm going to cry. I could cry right now, honestly, <laughs> but like I'm trying to hold it back. I'm trying to hold it together. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just going to be really, yeah. Like I, I wouldn't want it any other way. And like, I don't know. I just think like, in general, no matter what race our athletes are doing, even if it's virtual, like our group of people like has their back, like they are in their messages, blowing them up the entire race, like the week leading up to the race. And then, so like, I can only imagine what that energy is going to be like in person. (laughs) Oh yeah, I know. It's going to be wild. And then post-race, you just get to come back and eat hella tacos. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, no, for sure. So the retreat will be a vibe this year. We still have a couple of spots left, question mark. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this and you're curious about what the retreat is or 
you know, just the logistics and that kind of stuff, reach out to us, slide into our DMs, let us know, and we can answer those questions for you. But it's not reserved for only our current athletes. If you are interested in coming and you're not a current athlete, we can um, chat with you about what are your options. But definitely something you want to think about sooner rather than later, because if you're going to run a race, you need to start training. (laughs) Heck yeah. Um, Yeah. And obviously, like, we would love for you to be one of our athletes, but we know it's Mm -hmm. not feasible for everyone. So just Mm -hmm. laying out different options, whether it be your own training plan that you follow or if you decide to do the templates that we offer, um, that works too. A little bit cheaper option for people. We understand that money does not grow on trees. So I wish it did. I, dude, it'd be so nice. <laughs> it'd be so nice. Uh, oh, so we definitely want to work with you to find the best option, but reach out to us. It's going to be a blast. I think we have three spots left. Is that correct? Yeah. We don't have very many since we switched Airbnbs. Yeah. I think we have three, two, maybe, maybe two or three. I don't know. Yeah. We're definitely yeah. Reach out to us. Hurry. <laughs> uh, what else is coming in 2024? Um, I don't know. You're not a New Year's resolution, but I'm going to tell you my big, 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 big New Year's resolution. It's huge. It's insane. I want to do a split. <laughs> I love that for you. Mind blown. Mind <laughs> so 2024 blown. is the year of the split. <laughs> That is so funny. How did you decide that you wanted to do that? Um, so I go to hot yoga a couple times a week uh, near my house, and we always have to get into a half split. And then she just like sprinkles in the oh, but if you can do a full split, like hop into it, it'll be great. And I look around, and there's these people that are literally twice my age, just like popping into splits. And I'm like, what are you doing? That's badass. And like, I want to be able to do it. So I'm dead. Here we are. I love that. I love that journey for you. Can't wait to support. Can't wait to follow up on this on the recap of 2024. <laughs> right. An entire podcast episode about how I learned how to do a split. <laughs> it's going to be like, I just watched TV in the best split that I could do <laughs> for a year. <laughs> oh my God. I am cackling. Yeah. yeah. It'll be, I also like, it's interesting to think about, like, I'm not really going to have an off season in 2024. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be working, honey. Uh, our complete opposite of this year but it's fine (laughs) hey you know different seasons of life man different seasons of life yeah one of my I will be in the same boat I don't Mm -hmm. think I'm gonna have a ton of downtime but you know I think we took we took a year to just chill so I think that not that bad yeah one thing I want to do in the new year is increase my weekly mileage and get used to it I know we've been talking about that a lot recently. Yeah. Um, not that I think weekly mileage is everything, but I'm realizing the benefits of that increased weekly mileage. It's- and I've always been afraid of it because of my work, like my 12 hour shifts. Um, and I'm definitely still adjusting to it. But I think I was afraid for I don't know what reason. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely a huge mindset shift whenever you hit that point and you're like, oh, like an eight mile run for an easy run for just like a recovery run is normal, you know? Yeah. And it's not for everyone and it's not for every season, but if you're in a season where it allows it, then sure. Absolutely. 
Well, and also I think it's like an expectation management of like those eight miles might look different. Like this morning I ran four and I'm going to go back out and run four this afternoon. It's like yeah. the, eight, the eight don't have to be cumulative. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also like it's going to look, the pace is going to look different, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. But anyways, I digress. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. 2024. We'll see what happens. I see, I see big things coming for us on the run. and beyond and beyond (laughs) okay well this was fun hopefully someone got something out of it (laughs) if not (laughs) check out next week's episode (laughs) (laughs) we know running is more fun with community and we all need more people in our lives to share that crazy kind of love for everything on the run and beyond If you have a running bestie who you think would love this episode and our Strides for Strength community, send this episode and follow us on Instagram at Strides for Strength. Until next time, friend, keep working towards a stronger you.